Hello, my sweet friends. Before we start this episode, I want to remind you that the time management classes, one group just in English and one group just in Spanish, are still open and they're free for you to enjoy. If you want to be part of this class, we already had our first class, but if you want to still be part of this class, you can join us in our private Facebook groups and enjoy the recorded first class and the future classes to come one class a week and you will have uh, some tips and tricks on how to manage your time productively and uh, properly so you can take the best out of the 24 hours that we are all given. <laughs> so I hope to see you in this time management group. I will be leaving the links here in the description of this episode. Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award-winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of the Art Cake Coach Podcast. Christina here. I am so happy to have you back. Today is the first episode of February. I cannot believe that January is already gone. Uh, we had a very nice month of January here in the Art Cake Coach Podcast. We tackled a lot about goal setting. And as the month of February started, we started our time management month. Uh, not only here in the Art Cake Coach Podcast, today is the first episode of the month of February. But since the month of February started last week, we already started in uh, the groups of the time management class and in the RK Coach group in uh, on Facebook, our time management month. Um, you mentioned it in your struggles. You mentioned that you needed help with time management and I am here to help. So we started two groups, the one in Spanish, one in English, just dedicated for a whole month on time management and if you want to join you still want to join i will be leaving the links here in this episode so you can join because the class from last week is recorded you can go back and check it you can go back and check all the uh, posts and and interact with the community and talk about yourself and talk about your struggles so if you still want to be part of this experience and you know help you a little bit with your time management for the year of 2023 please be welcome to our uh, private group on time management. So today, today, since we're starting with time management, last class, uh, last week in the class, we mentioned it was sort of an introduction and everything that was going on and, uh, and the needs of people. And funny enough, I wanted to start the class with uh, uh, trying to remove some myths around creative people. We are all creative people, right? 
we we work we're cake artists and we work with our creativity even though we bake and we're bakers we do work with our creativities and there is this idea that artists have to be this you know unorganized mess but almost like sensual like you know like you live in a mess with all your paintings and all your your tools and you have a studio with a window and there's paint everywhere or there are pictures everywhere you know and there's there's this kind of a, a creative mess where you live actually there i mean there are quotes about creative mess um so we are stuck in this uh, you know square that this box that we are we have to be unorganized and actually for me i'm talking about me everything i talk here in the podcast is about my experience for me is the worst thing that could happen i cannot concentrate i cannot be creative in an unorganized place and don't take me wrong i can be very unorganized i can be messy once i start working everybody who has done classes and live demos on facebook they know me if they if you have seen me you know that i start with everything so put together and so organized and by the end of the class i have things you know around my desk everywhere yeah because you are in the process but one thing is to be in the process another thing is to live in that mess all the time and for me it's impossible i need to be organized so first myth creative people are unorganized and they are creative because they live in a creative mess uh no i think our mind and or 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 you know yeah our mind needs um organization needs structure needs um in order to have space for the creative part so we mentioned this in the in the class it was funny because a lot of people related to that uh and uh, a lot of people related to the fact that they start organized but they end up not being organized and they just stay there and that is one of the things that we're going to tackle in this class of time management is how to have a structure not only for um, your planning and for planning your time but also for being organizing your space another of the myths are of the phrases that i listen to a lot when i talk about time management in our groups is i can't focus i can't focus on one thing at a time i'm always distracted i get distracted by many things and i just can't focus uh my mind is all over the place there are exercises there are exercises that you can do in order to keep yourself focused and we're going to talk about that also in the classes but i will share with you one simple exercise here that we will share in the class as well uh it's not mine i learned it from somebody else it's in books it's everywhere uh and it's very useful in order to focus in one thing but let's keep talking about the myth first i don't have time I mean, I have heard this so many times and I'm going to be honest with you. Been there, done that. Before I organized my time, before I decided to, you know, start having a good time management skill in my life, the phrase of my life, my life was, I don't have time for anything. I don't, my, my kids are like, mom, I don't have time. I don't have time. Can I have another cake? I don't have time. Uh, another cake for this week? I don't have time another class i don't have time that was my phrase for so long until i realized that by being organized i am in control of the time the day has 24 hours no more nor less that's it that's what you get 24 hours what you do with those 24 hours that is what you can control and that's when i realized like hey wait a minute 
I can be in control here and I, I can have as much time as long as I focus and I decide what tasks to focus on. And we're going to talk about that later. Um, a lot of my friends said, I work late at night. A lot of bakers, oh, I work so late at night because some of us have uh, day jobs or have, you know, other careers and businesses. And I know people that when they come back from work at the end of the day, they work late at night. I have a, I have a thing to say about this. If it works for you, if it doesn't create stress and it doesn't overwhelm you and it's not against your health, go for it. Now, if you keep working late because you do not organize your time correctly during the day, that's another thing, and that causes you stress, lack of sleep, and it goes against your health, that is a problem. So be honest to yourself, be honest with yourself and decide, if I work late, why am I working late? Is it, is it absolutely necessary? I mean, late at night, like people who start working at 10 and works until three in the morning and then go to bed and wake up at six again or seven. Um, is it absolutely necessary? Can I change my schedule? Can I have time during the day to do this? Can I um, improve my working hours? So those hours at night, instead of being five, end up being two or three. I mean, all of take all of that in consideration because we don't want anything that will go against our health. Okay, next topic that a lot of people talk about. I struggle to meet deadlines. Mm, I've seen this so many times, especially if you are part of a cake collaboration. Usually cake collaborations run for a year. I mean, some of them, most of them. There are some who run for six months or three months. I, I'm just finishing one that... I had the crazy idea to run it for only two months and a half. But funny enough, when I gave us a shorter amount of time to people, people responded well. And I already have like three pieces for that collaboration. And it's already, I mean, uh, I think it's for the, uh, still 15 days to till the deadline. So as long as more time you have, the more time you're going to, you know, like, oh, I don't need to work right now. I still have time. It's like, no. So I struggle to keep deadlines or to meet deadlines. That's something that happens every single day with cake cooperations. People have a deadline. They know they have that deadline for a year. And when, you know, two days before the deadline, it's like, oh, I haven't done anything. I have to, and then start asking, like, can you give me more time? Can you give me more time? Please, can you give me more time? The problem, I know that you're busy. I know I am busy too. But the problem is you're not organizing your time correctly. That is what is the problem. And I have a personal, a personal issue with not meeting deadlines. I think personally, and this is just me, I think it's a lack of respect with the person organizing whatever is they're organizing, a collaboration, a competition or, or whatever, or your client if you're not meeting the deadline to deliver the cake. Um, it's a lack of respect with the client and the person who's organizing. It's a lack of respect of your work and yourself because you're not prioritizing your own work. And it's not good. It's just not good. I don't, I don't like it. 
personally. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay, next point. The other one that everybody talks about is a fashion word. Everybody talks about this word now. When I was little, we didn't talk about this word, but now everybody uses this word. And I don't know if it's used as an excuse, maybe. I procrastinate. Mm, the procrastination. I think there's an episode here about procrastination. If not, I'm going to for sure make one. Procrastination is actually, um, there are a lot of, let me see if I put this right. There are a lot of ways to procrastinate. You can procrastinate by not doing anything, you know, and just getting distracted with other things like maybe, I don't know, social media or, you know, your house, your book, uh, nature, going out, uh, making excuses. You can, you can procrastinate with a lot of things, with not doing things. But you can also procrastinate but overworking things that are not important. So when you feel that you have you have to do this project, maybe you're not too fan of and you really want to, you know, you want to have time to, I don't want to do this. You know, I've been there. There are works and projects that I'm like, I don't feel it. I'm not there. But I have a deadline, but I don't want to do it. So why, uh, maybe I'll just start thinking about you know, Christmas projects, Christina, you know, we're in January, well, but you know, you have to be ahead of the time of the curve. You have to do it. You know, it's like, why not? So that is overworking things are not necessary at that time. And I'm actually procrastinating. So you can procrastinate by doing a lot or by not doing anything. So think about that. Are you a procrastinator? We can do an episode just on that. Another of the myths that we listen to in this uh, creative life is, I don't know how to make money or set my worth. Oh dear, I've heard this so much. Been there, actually been there, done that until I ask for help. People, if you don't know how to organize your business, if you don't know how to make money with your business, if you don't know how much your worth is, ask for help. There's a lot of, you know, books, um, videos, coaches, uh, teachers, uh, mentors, people that can help you because that will be the best invested money of your life. If you know, if you invest money and in learning how to make money, you will always have money. So yes, make sure your business is a business. And we talk about that before we talk about that in the interview with Portia that, um, that was amazing. Uh, we talked about that in the live that we had with Karen McFadden on Cake for State Creative. I mean, this is one of the priorities people need to start uh, working on this year. Make money and set your worth. And finally, I hear this a lot in the, in the myth category of uh, phrases or not just, this is not a myth. This is actually something that I hear a lot in the K community. I neglect myself and I neglect my family. I don't have time for them. And I feel bad about that. Most of, in our cake world, most of the, uh, most of us are, are, are women, mothers. Uh, a lot of us work from home and we feel that we are working so hard and we're dedicating so much time to 
uh, to our business and to our cake uh, decorating yeah, business and world that um, we feel that we're neglecting ourselves and we were neglecting our family. Uh, a lot of us, I'm talking from experience, guys. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, because you do it and I don't. No, no. I, if I say this, it's because I've been there. I've done that and I have overcome it. Um, a lot of, I see and I hear and I lived it myself neglecting myself to the point of gaining a lot of weight and not watching what I ate and uh, not watching uh, my exercises routines, uh, neglecting my family to the point of um, not being there at, you know, meals, family meals, or, or going out with the family. Maybe they all went to the beach and I had to stay because I had to bake a cake. Uh, maybe they went to the park and I had to stay because they had to, be, I have to finish a cake collaboration. Um, I've been there and it's an, it's an awful feeling. It's something that you, you don't like it because even though you have in your head the excuse of, I'm doing this for my business, I'm doing this for my business. Let, let me ask you to be absolutely honest. Close your eyes if you need to. If you're driving, don't, but uh, close your eyes if you need to, if you can. Just close your eyes for a second. Take a deep breath and tell me this. Can you manage your time differently in order to have more time with your family? Honestly, do you feel, this is the best one, do you feel that you're overworking and working so hard and you feel bad because you don't have time to be with your family or for yourself, but you still feel like this little, you know, the little mouse in the, in the wheel thing, just going around, going around, not getting anywhere? I know, I know, I've been there. So when you have that feeling is because something is wrong. If you feel that you're not getting anywhere, that you're just tired and overworking and not being with your family, neglecting yourself, not making enough money, not setting your worth, uh, struggling to keep the deadlines. If you feel all of this, my sweet, sweet friend, there's only one thing, time management. Manage your time correctly, properly for you. There's not a formula. And in this class that we're going to have, I'm not going to teach you a formula like, oh, you should do this, this, and that. No, not teaching you a formula. I'm giving you tools that you can apply for you. We don't all, all of us, we don't have the same lives. We don't have the same family structure. We are different. So we have to find a way to, uh, or, or find the tools to manage that time the best way possible for us. And that's what I'm going to share with you. Think about this and I'll be right back giving you a very simple technique in order to keep yourself focused. Hello, my sweet friends. Today's episode is sponsored by Delicious Magazine, an online magazine for cake artists filled with tutorials, information, and news about the cake world. And with a very special invitation this time, do you want to be featured in Delicious Magazine? For a chance to get featured, you and your work in the magazine, share your work with a global audience and get your name out there. If any of the following you think you would like to be part of, then email us and I will be leaving the links to this email and to this um, opportunity in the description of the episode. You can participate in different categories like newbie and now. You can share your pictures of when you started your cake uh, business and how far you have come. 
cake nightmares. You know, those stories behind uh, a cake delivery or a cake order that can be a nightmare for you and for anyone in the cake industry. Human interest stories. If you have a beautiful story behind your cake business, please share it with us. And of course, collaborations. If you're running a cake collaboration and want to be featured in the magazine, this is your opportunity as well. I will be leaving the link to download this month's magazine, which is filled with amazing work and great tutorials, and the email where you can contact our dear Kelly and be featured in the magazine. So I hope that everything I mentioned before was of help to you, but I don't want to leave without giving you a very, very simple tool that will help you focus, okay? Focus in one task at the time. One of the myths is I can't focus or I can't uh, focus in one thing at the time. So this technique is very simple. <clears throat> it's called the Pomodoro technique. It's not mine. I didn't invent it. I learned it from another person, another coach, who also learned it from another book. And if you talk to people who have some idea about time management, they know about this um this um, technique and probably probably you have heard of this but you forgot <laughs> so it's called the pomodoro technique and what is this technique you set a timer okay could be in your i if you can avoid the phone i would tell you to avoid the phone because if you put a timer on the phone you will be tempted to go and check on your phone every now and then. So if you have a timer or a, I don't know, a sand clock or something different that is not your phone, if not, you can use your phone. Remember that you can always adapt your phone and you can set it in a way that you're not bothered and that you can minimize the, the, the calls or the notifications so you won't get distracted. You can do that. But let's say you have your phone. Okay, you're going to behave well put the phone in a drawer. That's what I do. I have a drawer behind my desk and my second desk and I put the I put the phone in there so I don't see it, right? But at the timer is on. So I start when I started, I started with a small times a small amount of time. So I started I set the timer for 25 minutes. In those 25 minutes, I can focus and do only one thing. Imagine I am editing a video for my YouTube channel. Those 25 minutes, and I will tell everyone, I will close the door. If I have people in the house, I will say, don't bother me. This is my working time. My, my little, my little girl, my daughter, God bless her. She made me a, she made me a, a like a poster to put in the door with her handwriting. Like mommy's working. Do not bother. <laughs> She's adorable. And, uh, I put it, I, I, I play, I use it. I actually use it and I put it there and I tell everybody, do not bother me. I'm working right now. Unless I tell my kids, unless someone is bleeding, you do not knock on that door. <laughs> and the, the, I mean, they're not that small anymore, so it's fine. Um, and I call, I mean, I, 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 I also do something because um, the family has a tendency to call a lot. Because, you know, oh, she's at home, she can turn, you know, she can answer the phone at any time. Uh, and now I'm working. This is my working time. So I also, I either um, put my phone in uh, resting mode so nobody will call me or in uh, private mode so nobody will call me or I let them know, like, I, I will be busy during this time. So I'm taking, I'm, I'm talking a lot. Go back. You set the timer for 25 minutes. In those 25 minutes, <clears throat> sorry, nobody, nobody will bother you and you will only focus in one thing at a time. 
I give you the example of video editing. I will be editing. I won't get up of my chair, not even to go to the bathroom. Maybe have some water next to you. That's it. But don't even go to the bathroom in those 25 minutes. And you work during those 25 minutes in only one task at a time. When those 25 minutes are over, you rest for five minutes. In those five minutes, you can do whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's your time. It's your five minutes. Go to the bathroom, have a coffee, walk around the house, um, whatever you want. Just those five minutes are yours. You could check on your social media if you have to, or check your emails if you have to. However, I put my email check-in in one of the hours that I'm just going to be working. Uh, my recommendation, uh, don't go immediately into social media because it will take you longer than five minutes. You will get distracted. And also when you're focusing on one thing, uh, let's say you're focusing on, um, on, uh, your, I don't know, you're modeling a piece, right? So your, your eyesight, your, 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 your eyes, I used to a space where you are working and when you get into the blue light of a phone your your eyes your eyesight and your mind has to adapt to a different reality if you can say to a different scheme so uh, it's tiring when you switch from the phone to another thing from let's say from a book to the phone from a book from the phone to a book it creates uh it creates a dynamic that gets you tired so if you can avoid social media or phone or checking on your phone, avoid it. If not, just go ahead and check it. It's fine. Um, just uh, take your time. Take your time to do it. Five minutes. So let me recap. I think I'm talking too much today. <laughs> let me recap. 25 minutes of working in only, solid, only one task. One. Finish those 25 minutes. You go and rest for five. And you do that as many times as you need in order of, and now comes the tricky part. You have two options. You can set your accomplishment by time, or you can set your accomplishment by finishing the task. Two different things. You can say, okay, today I have to finish this editing. So all the blocks of 25 minutes will be dedicated to editing. Okay. Perfect. And your five minutes in between each one of them to rest. Good. Now, if you say, well, I have to do video editing, but I also have to check my emails and I also have to finish, let's say a modeling, a little doll for a cake. Okay. So 25 minutes block is for editing and you stop. You don't edit anymore. 25 minutes is for uh, checking your emails and doing your office work and you stop and that's it. You don't do it anymore. The next 25 minutes is only for modeling and you stop and you don't do it anymore. So you can focus either on completing this time working in each one of the activities or completing the task in many blocks of times, whatever it is that you decide according to your needs, of course, according to what you need to do first. This is what I all usually do. And when I get used to this, I keep increasing the time that I work and the time that I rest. When I'm comfortable with my 25 minutes, then I go to 35, then I go to 45, then I go to an hour. But of course, if I work, let's say an hour, I rest for 20 minutes. See the difference? I work straight for an hour, I rest for 20 minutes. Because 20 minutes, half an hour depends 
that will give me time. Maybe I say, okay, I focus on this for one whole hour, but then I will have half an hour to take the dog out and to go buy something if I need to, or to, you know, just to go walk around the block with my dog. So, because in five minutes, the poor dog is not going to do anything. So you can, you can increase, but you only increase the time of resting when you increase the time of working. I hope this has helped you. For me, it has been game changer. And I share this with my oldest uh, daughter for college. I gave it to my husband who's, uh, he loves to play guitar and he's like, I never have time to play guitar. You don't give yourself the time to play guitar. So you play guitar for 25 minutes and then you rest (laughs) and he does it. I give it to, I even give it to my little daughter for TV. It's like, you can watch TV for 25 minutes and then you rest and you do something else. That's it. And you have two blocks of 25 minutes to watch TV because that way I force her to do something else instead of watching TV for four hours straight. So you can apply this for anything that you want to, as long as you keep the balance of working for a certain amount of time and resting. Resting is as important as working. If you ever been in a gym or with a, with a personal trainer or exercises, they will tell you resting is as important as working hard on the gym. You need to rest. I mean, your your mind is also a muscle and we need to rest. We, we also need smaller amounts of time to rest and to refocus and maybe go for coffee, go for a walk, see something different and just go back with all the energy that we need in order to complete a task. And I hope this will uh, help you to achieve many of the things or to, let's see, knock down some of the myth that we have seen here today in this episode. Well, my sweet friends, I leave you today with the knocking down of all of this myth on uh, how to be creative or what creative people should be and organize and focus, don't have time. All of that is no, no. We can change that. We can manage all that if we can uh, manage our time correctly and really hope that this Pomodoro technique can help you organize your time a little bit better. This will be shared in the group. We will do exercises with this. The group, when I say the group, I mean the free classes. They're free guys, free time management classes for the whole month of February. And I cannot wait to see you all there. So just come and join us. If you haven't seen the first class, it's fine because it's recorded there. You can watch it again and it will be yours forever as long as you're part of this group so thank you so much for listening today to this episode and i hope that anything of the little things that i have said today have been of help i leave you my friends as i always leave you stay safe and stay creative bye bye my sweet sweet friend if you like this episode if you love this podcast i will kindly kindly ask you to leave me a started review whatever you're listening to this episode that is available on anchor spotify apple podcast and i think a couple of other ones but in any of those just leave me a review leave me a couple of stars or five stars if you like it (laughs) so people will find this episode the algorithm would put it out there and more of our k community will benefit from it share it with your friends download the episode and share them Uh, share them on your social media and tag me because i will answer you back 
Of course I will. And、uh, send me comments. Send me your review. Tell me your feedback. Even if you don't agree with anything that I say, I would love to hear your opinion. You can find me in any of my social media accounts. I will be leaving the links here on this episode description. I'm on Facebook as the Art Cake Experience. I am on Instagram at Christina underscore the Art Cake Experience. Or you can even find me on YouTube. My YouTube channel, the Art Cake Experience channel. So thank you so much for listening. And please, please, please. Please leave me your review and leave me your comments and your feedback. I would love to hear what you have to say about any of these episodes.